on this episode, I sneak up on Joanna because oh <laughs> she was trying to duck it. Hi. Don't ever try to duck it. I won't do that ever again. Good. That's what I do on this episode. I've literally lost the intro to this show in my brain. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Gary. Uh, Gary. Thank you, guys. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 155? 155. Ready? Yep. Hey, everybody. This is Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 155 of the Ask Gary V Show. Hey, everyone. Sorry. Sorry. Do your thing. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh, look at the Mats jersey in the background. I like that. Uh, buck 55, double nickels. Super happy to be on 15, which I think is a really, you know, some nice number plays. Ones and fives, India. Ones and fives on this Friday. I will give my Jets official prediction at the end. I know a lot of you have been waiting. Now that I'm five for five, people have really been building up. Stefan's going to bet, yeah. is what I hear. Is that? That's what I hear. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> India. Let's get into the show. Manaki asks, what do you think of Slack as a productivity environment for startups? I have not used Slack yet, though Vayner has used it at scale. How you guys liking Slack so far? Anybody using it? Good? Solid? Good. Yeah, people love it. Like, it's an incredible, incredible product. I'm a huge fan of Stuart Butterfield, um, who's behind the product, uh, built Flickr. And uh, was a very much a, a Web 2.0 hero of mine because Flickr was one of the first sites that got me aware of this revolution that got me into the world. So I have a lot of emotional heart for Slack. I haven't used it yet because I've been running around so much. Because, so I don't think I can necessarily answer this question, India. Uh, my lack of practitionership. Uh, what I do though, though, is by that quick little reaction. I don't know if you caught it on camera, but did you derock a little bit or yeah. kind of so? so People are obsessed with this goddamn product. I don't know how much you guys, I know some, we all use it on the team. And? We love it. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think, India? Less emails, because it kind of just like ping in Slack, and it's easier to just ask for something really offhand to the whole team instead of having to like send an email and compose it and, and all that. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like the love child of like email and like group me, right? Totally, yeah. And so I think there's some real value behind it. I haven't jammed yet, so I don't want to necessarily go deep into this. And one of the things I adore about this show is I talk about shit I know. Um, and so I've got my feelings, as you can tell. I, I can give analogies like the group me email thing, and I know what's going on. I see the feedback loop. I have a lot of context from a lot of other people, but I'm not a dead user of it. But uh, my two cents on it is, um, uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm bullish on it. I think there's something there. You're reading the next question. No, I was, I, I, I was trying to see the, but I said it was the next question, so I phased it out. <laughs> Liana. Liana, I can sit down. Liana? Yeah, Liana. Cool. Liana asks, you talk a lot about serendipity. Was there one event that made you a believer or a series of occurrences? Liana, it, there's no one event. It, Liana, serendipity's life. It's how things work. It, there was no singular event that I'm like, oh, this was so serendipitous. I'm such a big believer in serendipity now. Serendipity is just a structural aspect of the way our world works. I mean, chance is an absolute uh, part of it. Uh, it's the way it is, and so, 
No, there was no, there was no event. Uh, it was clearly a series of events that all probably started happening when I was five or six years old when I started paying attention to things. And so it's, uh, it's, it's more of a collective uh, belief. It's like, it's like my, I almost think of it as like my belief in oxygen. Like it's just there, right? It's just real. It's just, serendipity is real, India. Shit is real. What about your answer yesterday about timing and talent? Do you think timing has something to do with serendipity? You know, I, I, I definitely believe in serendipity and luck, right? Like, I believe in those things. Like, those are real things too, but I don't think everything is one thing or the other. Um, I, I definitely think you can prep for opportunity. I mean, these are all semantics, you know? I mean, now we're nitpicking. Like, like clearly doing the right thing and getting yourself in the right places and educating yourself and testing things and setting yourself up for victory, clearly those are real things, but clearly other things factor into it, right? So, I mean, it's just a combination of like science and art I always think about or just, you know, that the black and white and the gray. I mean, this is this is literally the thesis of, of everything. And I and it's funny, it's like, you know, taste great, less feeling. People feel like they have to like pick a spot. I mean, they're both right. And, and so for me the question becomes actually is if you're lucky enough to self-awareness, can you bet on one or the other? Mm. Like that's what, I, the reason I love gray so much or talk about all the things I believe in is because it's what comes natural to me. It's where my upside lies. I believe in like taking notes and studying and all that shit. It's just not for me. I wouldn't have the maximum upside for it. Thank you, India. Um, from Destin. Dustin? Destin. Destin. Like Damn. Destiny without the Y. Yeah, I like that. Destin. What's Destin that? Vaynerchuk. I would have dominated as a Destin. You're gonna adopt a fan? I don't want to adopt. I was, I was making pretend if my name was Destin. Okay. What's the India. Destin asks, what's the best way to start a business in a space that you're unfamiliar with but see massive opportunity in? Become educated. You know, I, I hear the, you know what, this is a great question. I'm glad you asked that. It was a question that was asked a lot of me in 2006, 7, 8, 9 that I haven't heard in a while, maybe because India's doing the picking. And so, uh, you know, I, uh, I think that if you see a huge opportunity, if you think esports is gonna be a huge space like I believe, well then maybe you go intern for an esports company. Maybe you get a job at an esports e company. Maybe you read absolutely everything about it. That was one of my few chapters in life. This whole Web 2.0 thing, back to Flickr. Like, I read everything on TechCrunch. I read, you know, people's tweets. I, I, it was one time when I actually consumed because I needed to get educated. And then once I found I had the base, then I rolled back to where I normally go. But you put in the work. You know, if you see a space, you become massively educated. You network in it tremendously. I believed in online video in 2006, I went to three meetups in the video 2.0, or the video, what was it called? Yeah, web 2.0 video meetup group. T-Rock, you would've been so proud. I went to these damn things. People talking about bullshit cameras and lighting. I was like, that, it's the content, mother You know, but like, it was, you know, it was, it was really, <laughs> you like that? It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, an interesting time for me where I was soaking up information. If you see a, an opportunity, go soak up the information. Go become a practitioner. Go work in a company in it. Go to all the events around it. Read about it. Go to conferences and listen about it. Listen to the podcasts. Like, learn. Learn about it. I like that, you're getting feisty here. Learn about it and then you can do. But you know, if you believe in something, you have to become educated in it and then become a practitioner in it and then execute in it and then adjust to the realities of it. Destin. From Jake. And then you've got, no, just kidding, kidding. <laughs> Jake asks, why did you go to college? 
Jake, that's such a good question because my, my parents peer pressured me into that bullshit. They're like, there was just no option. It was back in 92, 3, 4, you know, like they, they expected it. It would have been embarrassing had I not gone. That was just the truth. Like, I had, by the way, I had, the reason I ended up in Mount Ida College is because I had no plans of going to college. Like, there was no, I didn't go to see my guidance counselor. I don't even know my guidance counselor's name. I, don't, I, think, I think I saw her once in four years. Right, so like, I went because because uh, my parents wanted me to go. Like, it's really my mom just didn't. I don't think she would have known how to answer the question of like, why didn't he? There was so much social peer pressure at that point that if you did not go, you were such a fundamental loser. And it's so different now. It's probably why I have so much passion for it because if you don't think that I think that I would be further along and happier and happier, not just and look, I made some great friends and had some great times, but like, four years. Damn it, 94, five and six, seven, like, like, during that web 1.0 bubble. The video from Richard. Richard, I see Richard a lot. Hey Gary, it's uh, Richard Lalonde here and I'm developing a short film about you. About As me? a child and your entrepreneurial chops. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my question for you, is at what age did you decide that you want to buy the New York Jets? Richard, great question. I think the age when I really decided I wanted to buy the Jets was somewhere around, I don't know exactly, Richard, to be honest with you, so I think it's somewhere around fourth, fifth, sixth grade when I realized that I was more likely to buy them than to play for them. I started seeing other kids growing uh, a little bit faster than I was growing, being a little bit faster, Waukeel Shaw, fifth grade. Waukeel Shaw, I think, gave me one of my first, uh, my first previews into being owner, not player, because he was a beast and he ran over me in backyard football. Um, so, uh, making a lot of old school references. By the way, I made that Oded Weinstock reference with Peter yesterday. A friend from mine from middle school hit me up and he's like, "Oh my God, Oded Weinstock!" So like, that was kind of fun. Uh, Waukeel, anybody won Martin Luther King, 1982 to 85, Edison, New Jersey, Martin Luther King Elementary School knows the name Waukeel Shaw. If you know Waukeel Shaw, ha- find him and say what's actually, it's so easy, you just search on Facebook, that's so ridiculous. He moved, I think, to Baltimore area. Anyway, um, yeah, Richard, that's the answer. And I, and I think uh, to make this more of an interesting answer for everybody who's watching, which I'm gonna start doing more of. Uh, that's one thing I'm gonna start doing, India, is when these answers are, are fun, the fun question, what have you, I'm gonna try to go a little bit broad. If you were lucky enough right now to have a younger sibling, a niece or nephew, a cousin, uh, or if you're the parent of a child of, that is as early as six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, really starts talking about what they want to do for a living, please, please, please think about how to put them in the best position to succeed. The kids, the children are our future, India. I mean, these are they're our future, and so. Um, I, I think, you know, and that's, sure, I want to be a baseball player and you may not think they're athletic enough and I get that and then, and then so the question becomes, do you, do you send them to baseball camp or do you actually look at them and say, look, you know, me and mom are five foot four, you're not going to become a baseball player one day, but can you start showing them other parts of baseball, right? Can they become a future amazing GM or manager, things of that nature? I think we need to do better jobs at uh, really reverse engineering the child that 
over indexes in disproportionate passion, not the flavor of the month, but it's shown two, three, four years of consistent conversation around a hobby or a subject matter. There's so much we could be doing with them in those years where they have a lot of time, impressionable, moldable, um, that can be very powerful. So please take it on yourself to be responsible, to sniff out the young me's of the world who really never wavered, were all in, didn't pivot, didn't change their passions, and, uh, and, and, and try to put them in that position. Thank you. That's it? A lot of people were asking about YouTube Red, but we kind of addressed YouTube Red? Yeah, we kind of talked about it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, look, the YouTube Red thing's super interesting. YouTube needs to make money. Here's what I think about YouTube Red. I think that tons of humans and thousands and hundreds of thousands of businesses have made a shitload of money on the YouTube ecosystem, and YouTube hasn't. I think it's broken for YouTube. So I think they need to fix it and that's why we're seeing it and you can cry about it and you can have your panties in a bunch and you can do whatever you want but the, but the bottom line is they've got to do that because if YouTube doesn't make money then it shuts down India and then where are you going to go with, you know, where are you going to go India? Not over here. Yeah, you're not going to, you can't go through the wall and you can't go on YouTube if they go out of business. So you can wah, 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 but that's the bottom line. That's what I think. And it's not noble and it's not the zen thing, but like if they go out of business, where are you going? Nowhere. Well, you're going to go somewhere else. Right, Someone else that's going to make money because they're going to be like, well, fuck it, I'm not going to do it YouTube's way. We lost money that way. What's everything? Okay, prediction time. <laughs> so I will say this, and you've watched five episodes, so all of you, I don't want to hear like, uh, I don't hedge. I don't hedge, but I'm hedging, meaning this is clearly the game I'm, least, I'm most confused about. The reason I think I drilled the last five was I was completely confident. I know the matchups. I know what's going on. And I felt confident. That's why I went five for five. This one I'm not as confident about. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I heard amazing news that Buster Screen's going to play. That's huge because he's our best slot receiver coverage man. And I'm pumped because I love Bust the Bust. Um, so... With Buster in mind, I'm changing the prediction a little bit, but I'm gonna still unfortunately go 27-16 Patriots. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.